Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Do or do not. There is no truth. You think that's air you're breathing in? Are you ready? Are you waking up? Because you're listening to the Urban Yogi Podcast with Will Blunderfield. What's up, yogis? Welcome back to the Urban Yogi Podcast. This is episode 79. We have a very special guest today. His name is Dr. Tommy John. I discovered him through Dr. Christian Northrup, and he is an epic human. With a master's degree, with master's degrees in health and exercise science from Furman University, Dr. Tommy John brings over 17 years of health experience to the table. At completion of his studies, Dr. Tommy played professional baseball for three years with teams such as the Schoenberg Flyers, I hope I'm saying that right, Schomburg Flyers, uh, Tyler Roughnecks, and the LA Dodgers. After his career was abruptly ended from a rare infection in his throwing shoulder, Dr. Tommy developed his own baseball performance company, providing over 11,000 baseball training sessions for baseball enthusiasts from ages 6 to 30. Additionally, he expanded his practice of personal training, sports performance training, and rehabilitation of all types of soft tissue injuries. Dr. Tommy was drawn to chiropractic because he realized there was a higher element missing from the healing performance process and proper function of the human body in the innate intelligence and the nervous system, brain, brainstem, and spinal cord. That paramount observation led him to obtain his Doctor of Chiropractic degree from Life University, a four-year program in Marietta, Georgia, where he graduated magna cum laude. As a son of renowned Major League Baseball pitcher Tommy John, who played in the Major Leagues for 26 seasons and was the first person to come back in 1974 from the revolutionary surgery named the Tommy John Surgery, it is not surprising that Dr. Tommy developed a passion for proper healing and physical function as he witnessed firsthand the outcomes of injury, innovation, and principled healing. The primary goal of Dr. Tommy John Performance and Healing Center is to provide entire families with integrative, individualized care plans and treatment to improve their quality of life by reducing physical and emotional pain from injury and aging and minimizing the use of pharmaceuticals or surgery. I hope you enjoy my interview with Dr. Tommy John. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day up here in Vancouver. Are sun, you? Sun just broke out here too. Nice, where do you live? I'm in San Diego. Beautiful, so beautiful down there. Yeah, so I guess we could, you know, we could do it on Zoom and here, or I could just take this and just upload this later. Just yeah, take quick. this. Easy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so I think, I can't remember where I first came across your work, but I know that you're friends with Dr. Northrup, who yeah. is a human being. Um, and I was listening to an interview with you and Dr. Cassie Huckabee recently. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's badass. such an awesome human as well. And yes, you're talking about like how you heal you. I just yeah. love that understanding that like, it's not about somebody in a white lab coat. It's about you healing you. Um, and then you said it's an adapt adaptation process, not a sickness or disease. If someone's not taking care of themselves, Oh, so, so my question is, if someone's not taking care of themselves, are they susceptible, as Dr. Northrup says, to shedding or is that just a complete myth? Well, I, I think it depends on like, like when you live a certain way, some things make sense and some things don't. Um, and so if we didn't know anything, you, you didn't have messages, you didn't have news, you didn't have school, you didn't have anybody pushing anything other than just observation and looking at each other. And so the way I live my life, I've been around people expressing symptoms. I, I at the time you could call it sick because we didn't know, right? Oh, that person's sick. And why didn't I get it if I couldn't catch something? You know what I mean? Like what, what is that? And so if we just use a little common sense and it's like, wow, you know, are people going into those third world countries into their, and, and unvaccinated, like, like not getting vaccinated again, going into those third world countries. I mean, literally not. Why aren't they coming back riddled with stuff? Right. And so when you start to look at 
you know, without going into research, I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me um, that something can just be passed through you and that you don't have a choice and that your body is just going to like be a victim to this invisible thing. And so throw shedding of spike proteins or whatever right up there. Like virology doesn't make sense to me. Um, and shedding doesn't either. So I, it's one of those things like, even if it did sort of, and I looked at it and was like, wow, that person like blew me over with this thing. And I'm expressing this healing response. What a great thing. Thank you for being congested, having a fever or, or having a swollen eye that's exuding this beautiful thing called a tear, which has so many things in it, like medicinal things in it. Like, thank you body for doing that. I still wouldn't want to live in fear of somebody like I just still right. wouldn't live that way, you know, so what could I focus on instead of avoiding all the people that are seem so dangerous to me? Are there things that I could do personally that would put me in a position? Well, hell yeah, there's like millions of things. And so that's like where it is. It's like, what do you value and believe and what makes sense to you? Not what the science shows because the science will show whatever the person who was funded by it to wants it to show and that goes for good like people. That goes for the ones like that I'll support like, oh, I don't believe in science, but here's a science article that supports something I say. It's like, right. no, no, just stop. And the way Dr. Cassie talks about, it's like, if we took science, the power of observation and theory and, you know, testing and then bring it back and then change what we just saw. And we went up, we, we leveled up, like you study trees and how they communicate, or you study, you know, the intelligence of an infant, like, primitive reflexes like that alone just blows my mind that we're born with these things to keep us here or the communication between mother and and child or you know the energy that a seed and an egg form from is going to be directly related to the health of the child like like right. study that stuff not just study down to where you know we try to pin one thing to one thing and make it this huge correlation and and then solve it by eliminating the one thing or improving the one thing so it's it's those things that it, it the genesis for me because i default to those smarter than me and dr cassie is literally the only doctor i'll say the only doctor i will ever recommend in the world worldwide from who i've connected to who i know who's doing the work how i view how it should be done with natural law with the medicine of life in one or two biz, she's got things, people reversing things because she doesn't heal anybody. She doesn't do anything magical. She's just literally bringing the person back into their own body and realizing this potential. Right. They heal themselves of these incurables, all of them, not the except fours, because everybody likes to go, well, except for type one diabetes and hemophilia factor eight, blah, blah, blah. No, we're not so flawed that we could heal everything except for, like that doesn't make any sense. It's just one steady stream forward so I look at an ankle because that was my history, like, like tissue damage, soft tissue injuries. And I'm looking at the intelligence of a bone spur or the intelligence of scar tissue or the intelligence of a pattern shift or the intelligence of a fucking limp. Like limping is so beautiful. Swelling is a cast. It's a cast inborn. Oh my God. So that we could survive the lion. Like when I look at those things and I'm like pain, inflammation, swelling, limp, oh my God, scarring, that's so freaking beautiful. But everyone's gonna try to eliminate those things. Wait, that's healing. If we eliminate those, you're gonna set that person up three months later for even worse than they had when they came to you. But that's, we look at that as sickness or disease and I'm like, hold on, hold on. That is, that is absolutely beautiful in a soft tissue injury sense. Well, what we all should be doing if we pull our head out of our asses and we're actually in the health field, whatever area you're in, you damn well should better be able to apply it to everything because it's just human, right? It's just these laws that aren't like segregated whether you got a degree or a license. Like that doesn't make any sense. So I started to ask those questions to those like Cassie, like the Cowans, the Brogans. Yeah. And I'm like, Cass, would sickness or disease exist if you made a dictionary? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she's in, in the trenches, you know, doing this stuff. So I'm like, wait, you just confirmed what I theorized, you know, because I would look at an ankle or look at soft tissue. I'm like, it has to be the same everywhere else. It has to be. Can you tell me? And then she'd be like, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. And she's even leveling up her medicine now. 
and getting people into positions. And it's really not, it's leveling up her ability to show people that they already have the medicine within them. And, and everything's reversed, everything, everything. So as far as the shedding goes or the virology or all that, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I, I'm not an expert in really bad things. So I'm the last one to ask about current events because I've got just too much sunning on my balls to do. <laughs> then then uh, you knew that was coming. I love it. <laughs> Well, is the best. It much. I fucking love it. Right. So, so yeah, it sounds like your philosophy, and this is this is in alignment with what I believe. It's like it's about building radiance, moving towards radiance, rather than like running from scary boogeymen. <laughs> um, That's what I think. And and so to pony, uh, I interviewed somebody who's a brilliant man. I'll probably do it again, Doctor Dawson Church. Um, he was working with. He was uh, Bruce Lipton. They were partners when, when, before Bruce wrote Biology of Belief and all the work that they were doing. And so epigenetics, but even above epigenetics, like don't even stop there, just keep going. And he said, you know, consciousness is more infectious than any germ could ever imagine of being. And I was like, oh my God, that's so brilliant. And yeah. then you start to think that way. And then you start to do the work inside because your, your, your responsibility to your community is to be, consciously healthier which is everything your responsibility to the globe or why do women get on the same cycle they're not infecting each other with a period bug so <laughs> is a germ jumping through the house or is our consciousness letting each other know hey this is what we got to do to level up to survive in this chosen environment man because we got to keep this species going because that's the only thing the human knows is to keep us here that's all it knows out of love so to play the devil's advocate women who are hanging around people who are uh <laughs> They're getting their periods all fun. I know. But what is that? So would you say they, you guys need to keep working on building radiance um, because we can't think the fact that people are getting vaccinated? Right. So think of this. Because it's that consciousness, right? And because the story being told, the easiest way, I did it at a talk. The easiest way to get a physiological change is telling a story. So what I did to the crowd I said, okay, what we're gonna do here, and there was maybe 800 people, uh, we're gonna cook, you go eat every other person for the first two rows. And each of you are gonna come up here in the sit stage and you're gonna, a song's gonna be played for 10 seconds. You're not gonna know what it is and you're gonna have to dance for 10 seconds, all right? <laughs> this is gonna be fun, I love doing this. All right, ready, let's start with you. And they're like, what the fuck? Well, all of a sudden I said, okay, we're not doing this, I'm joking, but first of all, anybody's blood pressure rise? Of course. Anybody feel sick to their stomach? Of course. Anybody sweating? So sympathetic responses. So guess what happens with fight or flight? Your immune drops. All I did was tell you a 30 second story and I completely got you guys to shift your entire fucking physiology because I told you a story and you believed in it. So now right. if we globally have been told this story and then the story keeps evolving and we keep changing it and all of a sudden everyone's like, my period is off. Well, no shit. You're believing everything. You could control your period or not. You can make yourself diabetic or not. There's schizophrenia, multiple personality disorders that express every disease that they keep calling because the brain chooses to. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, dude, protect that. Like, that's why I don't even access. It's not, it's not like not ever exposed to anything bad. I'm just very aware like, oh, wow, that's really crappy. More so to come over here and do this massive amount of work. Um, a friend of mine got into a marriage that wasn't ideal. Uh, well, it wasn't ideal for their situation, for her situation, right? Her period shifted from lining up with being in the full moon, which is supposedly when the witches and the healer, healing art people, because when they bleed on the full moon, they kill them. And that's how, or they burn them. That's how they knew how to do this, right? Well, she being that way, when she got in with this gentleman, shifted to having her period not at the 15th or whatever, the opposite, which is like the majority of people. It sh it, it's kind of synced up with the full moon, synced up with the moons. Right. When she did work and ended up kind of working through that relationship that wasn't ideal for both of them, and they worked it out, and it's very pleasant, period shifted back. Dude, damn, like that that just blows my brain up. And I just think it's a beautiful thing. So again, again, I have patients who have gotten the vaccine, both of them. I still love the hell out of them. I still help the hell. Out. It doesn't make any sense. Like what they've been shot up with makes no sense on my radar. As far as what's going to happen to them, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with me. 
I've got so much more to work on that right. I'm not. And again, consciousness like infects. I can feel those people. You know, you felt people, right? Like you felt like, oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's like I'm not gonna not gonna tell you my my pin code to my debit card you know what i mean i'm not gonna give you well have you house it for a while like i'm still gonna hang out with you if i choose to be in this because i you know maybe they're but i'm real selective about that um so yeah so i would i would just be very careful as far as the story goes because there's one big large story and there's all these different chapters and so i don't watch the news that's one dr edith said we can watch the news but let the news trigger you that wow that's what's going on I've got some work to do. You know what I mean? It should trigger this, this growth instead of triggering this, oh my God, it's, it's raining out there. I'm never going out. And and I, just put on a coat and gloves. Go outside. Yeah. For, the, for the listeners, I, I believe you're referring to Dr. Uh, Edith Ubuntu. Yeah. She's epic. She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, she's really great. Um, I love everything you're saying and it, it so coalesces with what I've been studying in, in something called Germanic New Medicine. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, and I do you had, know Dr. Melissa Sell? Yeah, I had her on the show a few weeks nice. ago. Nice, epic, human. amazing. Yeah. Stefan Lanka. I'm trying to get Stefan on the show. I'm friends with Dean, one of his friends. So we're I'm yeah, trying sure. To, I've spoken Dude, with. He's a badass. He's the OG. <laughs> I got to speak with him a couple years ago when I was going through something, and and he actually called me. I was so I was so grateful because he really helped oh, me wow. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's such a it, good it dude. Was, he's just just so he's kind. pleasant and he's passionate and. Yeah. 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 He's, he's epic human. And, and so what I, and he understands Germanic new medicine too. And everything you're saying really is the understanding that the psyche is the most important thing in our wellness or our illness. And I love how you don't believe in disease because in German new medicine, we don't believe in disease. We believe in significant, special, uh, significant biological, special programs of nature that are designed right. to assist organism in a time of unexpected conflict shocks. Doesn't that make more sense? Doesn't it just feel better? Like I, I, when I ask people like, what makes more sense and feels better? Like when you just said that right there, I didn't know the details of Germanic medicine, nor do I, I just go on feel. That feels better <laughs> to right. me than, than the other side. <laughs> right, and it's basically, GNM in a nutshell is no illness can happen in your body without the involvement of your, your brain and your psyche. Oh. And then no healing then, right? Like as a, as a, like if you are in like the healing response, I said, uh, somebody come, somebody comes into my office and I said, listen, you know, after I talk with them and sit with them on the couch, my initial uh, intro visits are like two hours or so. And I'm just kind of getting to know the person. And um, I'm like, this, how's that sound? They're like, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, now let me just, I want to be blunt and totally upfront with you. I'm speaking in absolutes because I didn't invent anything I just told you. It's, it's already there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm banking that the sun, <laughs> you're going to heal as certain as the sun is doing its part. Like that, that literally is what I'm talking about. If I invented it, it would have failed a long time ago. But if this doesn't make sense or you don't believe what I'm saying, this isn't the place for you because the best treatment approach is the one you believe in. Right. It's the one that you can wrap your yourself into and really, really, really commit to. And I mean, emotionally, mentally, intellectually, spiritually, and physically on all levels. Like it has to be that. And it might not be me. It's totally cool. Amen. Yeah. And, and, and for me, like in my journey, I realized like self-approval and, and self-acceptance, that feeling of being juicy, like sunning the balls and totally you know, grapes and uh, you know, being naked in nature, these things, when I have these good daily habits, they literally keep me in my highest and they put me more and more into this place of self, just feeling beautiful in my own skin. And yeah. then you to do good things for yourself. And it's like this upward spiral rather than like, <laughs> and uh, Dr. Northrup talks a lot about like nitric oxide. And she says, whenever you appreciate beauty, your cells release puffs of nitric oxide, which is called like the ultimate neurochemical because when it hits totally. you, dopamine and serotonin so it's like what can we do every day to release those little puffs of nitric oxide right create this upward spiral instead of a downward spiral that's why i could probably ask you i mean i do it all the time like if somebody pin, pulled me aside and just goes hey what do you love i could, I, I mean i'd sit there and talk to you for like eight hours like all the things that, that like i'm stoked about 
and yeah. it might not make sense to you and i don't really give a shit because it only makes sense to me but yeah. i've asked that to people like what what are you passionate about what do you love and everyone's like stuck in headlights my kids no 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 like 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 what do you truly inside what do you love what do you love what do you and a lot of people can't answer that and it's a scary thing uh to not be able to connect to something that that excites you with that feeling of everything you just you just said right totally now this may or may not be you know the best the best question to ask but you Do know it. i dr andrew kaufman on the show and so he talks about how the so-called no so-called virus has ever been isolated and purified according to Koch's postulates like classical techniques of virology and no viruses cause an infection so that's his understanding yeah and then, with dr zach bush but i've been getting into him a lot and he says no exosomes do exist like like andrew kaufman says and exosomes are like part uh basically cell shits yeah <laughs> that trigger other cells to shit as well but he says <laughs> and there are viruses but he says viruses are not malicious they're actually he calls them viromic upgrades or updates so right. you, you actually want it like take off the mask get the update and it sort of sounds like that kind of coalesces with what your understanding is yeah that makes you more robust to get the update. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, if, if, if something does exist, show it to me. That's where like Cowan and Kaufman are, you know what I mean? And Lanka, like, okay, isolate it and show it. Like, but I, I think a lot of things exist that we have no clue about. That, that, that's what I do know. And I love the upgrade um, idea because I, I, transparently talk to trees <laughs> when I'm on hikes. Like I'll literally like put my hand on like, what's up? Like just <laughs> anything, I anything I need to get, you know what I mean? I'm always listening and downloading to what my senses are. And then all the senses that we haven't even measured, there's like 13 or 15, but even the infinite numbers of the ones that we can't even fathom right now because we wouldn't be able to process it. So I do right. love the upgrade uh analogy because i just think we're upgrading all the time and that's our i i stole this I, i'll i'm always up front with with who i get stuff from um uh the, there's an argument and a split where it's like germ theory terrain theory germ theory terrain theory and everyone's kind of going back and forth and i'm like cassie what do you you know and she did a post and she's like germ theory you know fish tank messy fish tank whatever you know terrain theory clean it nature theory it, it's not it's both it, it's like they mesh and it's it's getting back to this reconnection to outside to on to in to each other and this nice beautiful beautiful conversation that it is and it always doesn't make sense that's why symptoms i always look at as like ooh, what's going on even in myself like hey what are you telling me today i was off yesterday i was jacked yesterday something was up i don't know what was up i don't know what was going on it was two days of no sun straight in a row like i had so i'm starting to assess all the things that i'm aware of okay sleep was good dreams were good office is this okay but it was like a behind my head like heavy like all this shit i noticed when i moved my jaw in circular motions all of a sudden there was like some stimulus of relief i'm like huh like, I wonder what's going on with the, uh, you know, jaw muscles of my jaw and like what that lines up with the skull sutures and everything else. Like, I don't need to know. I don't give a shit, but I'm feeling myself. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to it. Now, here's what we could have done. Could have, I could have gone and stuck an oil up my nose or I could have put an oil on my forehead or I could have gone and gotten a acetamin or I could have gotten it in, you know, some sort of fucking treatment on my traps because they're tight. And it's like, I don't want to go do anything. I want to be present with this really awful, <laughs> like amazing sensation that I was truly during it. I'm like, dude, body, you're a badass. Like, thank you. Like, should I slow down? Am, am I supposed to, is the company I'm keeping? Like, what do you want me to change? Like, what do you want me to know right now? And I just continued on with my steps of health, but I was very aware because some of the other ones I couldn't push as much as I would normally do. I had to redirect to other things. Um, but that shift that I did yesterday, dude, I'm on fire today. Like last night, and it's not like I'm symptomatic. I wouldn't say sick. It was just this beautiful day that just like if I could say, but right around dinner time, I did some things. I hung out with people at dinner, went home. 
oh my God. It was like dinner tasted amazing. The company was amazing. My sleep was freaking awesome. My dreams are insane. This morning, boom, boom, came in, just did some uh, four-way plank in the sun. Like, I feel so good. But if I didn't give that, that opportunity yesterday to present itself and process appropriately, what, maybe it extends out. Just like I keep telling people, you know, you owe it physical competency to yourself to express emotions. You express emotions, even laughing and smiling and you and I engaging right here. We're physical beings right now. Like, like we're really like, if I'm crying, my stomach is being wrenched and my body is writhing and I'm sweating and it's like this huge response. What if I can't physically express the emotions that I wanna express at the level that I can because my physical body's just dog shit? Maybe those emotions stay inside and get trapped and then somebody releases them and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you healed me. No, you didn't. You just allowed the body to express, but now it's not gonna repeat it because that expression of that emotion is gonna tear it apart. Body knows this. So it'll keep it in there until it all sinks up. But it's yeah. like, it's not physical. It's not emotional. It's not, it, it's all of it, all the time, everything, you know? So is it germ? Is it terrain? Nature. Nature. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's human and we're here. And I don't care who says it, who, who puts it in a, in a very creative way, just everything we have in common. And that's why I'm going into aging stuff too. Um, I'm starting to think about aging and I'm like, everyone's like, think slow as you age. And I'm like, I think aging is kind of bullshit. Actually. I think if we're light, it's just constant. Right. And I'm like, is aging slow things down or the longer we experience this life on earth, do we have more things to get in the way of the process of healing and, and, and antagonize it? And when we're earlier on, we don't have as many stories that we've told ourselves or we've been told or we've watched on the TV. So we're more pure. So things are like, Oh, kids heal fast. Do they because of telomeres and all this other bullshit that you guys are studying and all this? <laughs> what if we could get to that? Well, all of a sudden now we have grade three ankles, tears in two weeks, done as an 80 year old. Done. Like that whole concept of that whole thing is just, is just gone. So if I, we just like put it all in. I totally agree with you. And, and like a personal story, I got uh, major strabismus after the MMR vaccine at or quack scene at six months of age. They did surgery to try to fix it. It didn't work. So I've only been able to see out of one eye my whole life. And I discovered vision therapy, which is basically like physiotherapy or like chiropractic for the eyes. And I've been doing it. I've literally brought this eye prescription from a plus 6.25 down to a 3.75 down to a three. The last time I went to the optometrist, they're like, you don't need glasses. You have, it's, it's, um, it's just Hell a yeah. tiny, tiny little bit. Holy um, shit. And I, I spoke with medical doctors who were pooping yeah. I was doing, like the ophthalmologists, right? And they're like, oh, that's not going to work. Like, there's no scientific proof that you can, you know, once you're, how old are you? You're 35. In five years, your vision's going to go to shit. You're going to yeah. get cataracts. You have to come to me. And I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> that's so awesome. And I love it. And that, that potential is always there. And it's always moving in that direction. Somebody will go, um, I'm 70 and I have bone spurs and I'm osteoporotic. You grew bone. The spur is bone. Like, now make sense of it and put bone through the long part. Holy shit, it's proof. Right. Let's go. Amen. Oh, my God, nobody ever told me that. I'm like, I know. They don't want, they don't want that to be out. Like, right. it just doesn't even stop with this. Whole, I don't even know how old certain people are because I don't care. I, I don't care. Just, I just want to live. I want to live hard. I want to experience this life so full and then prepare for that next level up, which is just gonna be even cooler. Amen. And it seems like the dominator system doesn't want to promote belief systems that feel good. They want right. to promote belief systems that keep people in their little cages. Uh, so one point I wanted to, to just finally finish on with this whole, you know, oh, yeah. is the whole uh, bio, you know, people like, oh no, it exists. There is a bioweapon virus that was patented, so it has to exist. Well, I had yeah. a member on the show. She said, well, yes, it does but it was patented to put into the quaxination. It's not, right. not something you catch through the air. Yes, it was right. patented. The only way you can get it is through the quaxination. Yeah. So that makes the most sense to me. And I think the reason why they're, they're really promoting on the news this whole Fauci and the e leaked emails and the gain of function research in Wuhan, I think it's to scare people. Oh, it does exist. Go get the quaxination. I know. It's, I always think anything that always, 
even if it fits your agenda, if you're like a health-minded person and a news story fit, fits you, it's not for you. It's, it's for something that I, it's a distraction and it's a, another thing. And I, I had that whole thing because I interviewed Dr. Reiner Fulmich on the, on the you know, weaponization of it. And I'm like, and he even, I think he said it, it doesn't seem to be working real well because, <laughs> you know, one, there's no test to find anything. So cases mean absolutely nothing. Um, every like 98% reduction in flu and pneumonia, like that's like statistically impossible. So if it was this very dangerous thing, it didn't work. It, it sucks. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm still not afraid of it. And again, if, if somebody shot me from a helicopter, there's that meme going around chasing the rhino and they're shooting the rhino and it's like them trying to vaccinate me. <laughs> like we're just running in the open. I mean, let's just say it came down to that because I'll die before getting this. And that's that's facts here. I, it's my line. It's not happening. Like there's just no reality where that sets in. But if they shot me from a helicopter, I would go ahead and I would create an environment where I could fly and just completely nullify it. And we talked to Dr. Edith, so my intake form, because Cassie's my doctor, so to speak. Because I'm just like, dude, you're rad. Like, you've got, I want to look on, I want you to look under my hood and I want to fly. Like, I want to get to, and she literally asked on her paperwork, a uh, reason for coming to me. And I said, to fly. And she looked me back in the eye and goes, done, let's go. Like, not even hesitating, like, well, you mean like, no, no, fly. Because that's possible. People have been doing it. They've been levitating. They've been like, remote viewing they've been doing all these things that they can't let us know about so dr edith again we were at, we were speaking at a san francisco event and i shared this because i i shared it because i wanted if your practitioner doesn't believe you can fly fire them <laughs> so so i was i was saying like what dr cassie did you know and like what she stands for yeah. and I, just as a bar i wanted it as a bar as a new view um and i said i want to fly and I'm like being, and some people chuckled, but the rest of these like 200 people in the backyard were like, like nodding. And then afterwards, Dr. Edith and her two uh, assistants of her office, she's like come up and she's just like, so, so what are you doing exactly to fly? And I was like, well, I mean, it was a lucid, drug-free conversation about flying. And she knows people who have been doing it. Like yeah. it, that's the world I want to live in where we're sitting around a pool in the sun Kids running all over the place, not a mask inside, not a fear in sight. Yes. People talking about how we can fly. Yes. That's, that's, that's the world. The regenerating our limbs. Like, it's all possible. The yogis were doing it. It says totally. the data is all, they were flying, they were levitating, they were regenerating their muscles. They were doing all of this. And I think there's certain belief systems. I think the psyche, as we've been talking about, is the most yeah. powerful, pinching us off from that ability, from all those abilities. Uh, and then there's other things like, you know, chemtrails and this and that. But I totally. I'm home with you and, and poison in the food and stuff. But the, the biggest yeah. is the psyche. Just that. Do you believe you can? And that, that's what happened with that four minute mile. You remember when somebody broke the four minute mile? First of all, medical doctors, as if they know dick, medical doctors were saying that you can't break the four minute mile. It's not medically possible because you'll pull muscles off bones. They don't know anything about anything. This was like way back. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, one gentleman does it. 359. Nine seven, and in a month, nineteen other people did it. Something right. that was supposedly impossible, but all of a sudden they just needed to know the one. And if you're not the one, if there is no one, be the one. Yes, amen. Be that one. Yes, and and you know one more story for listeners because this is a thing. A lot of people who are into like holistic wellness, they still go to regular dentists and they yeah. get fluoride trays. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what I realized is like, I went to the dentist three years ago and the, the dude was like, you've got a huge cavity. He like took his little probe and it was all bushy and it hurt. And it was the only cavity I've ever had. And I was like, oh. it was actually right after I got a penicillin injection. So I think it kind of threw off the microbial milieu of my interesting. But anyway, I was really upset and I was like, do you think there's any way I can heal it? He's like, fuck no it's huge like feel it it feels bad doesn't it? i'm like yeah it does feel bad he's like we're gonna have to fill this thing and i was like can you just give me like six months to try to heal it on my own he's like sure but you're gonna have to come back in here and get it filled and then all of his hygienists were like shaming me they're like if you don't come back and get it filled you're making a bad choice so i oh, just <laughs> i stopped the dentist 
And I asked my friend Casta, who's really into like holistic wellness, and I trust him. He's the guy who taught me it's about building radiance, not running. Yeah. Food. Yeah. He said, check out Living Libations, Nadine Artemis. She's got a great book called Holistic Dental Care. So I bought the book and I, I basically religiously lived all of her like protocols in terms of like certain supplements like vitamin D3 and K2 and certain foods like natto, which is like Japanese fermented soybeans. It's got totally. a lot of in it. And, and I took like fermented cod liver oil and stuff. And I just started to believe that I could heal. And I would, I would like go like so hum, so hum, so hum, so hum, so hum, so hum, and literally like Reiki God's healing light into it. So I didn't go to the dentist for three years. I went back two weeks ago and like, you don't have any cavities. He examined my, took all the x-rays. He did all the things. He's like, you don't need to get it filled. It's healed. I'm like, yes. So and, badass. And, and I'm not saying that to boast, but I, I really just want to uh, encourage listeners like <laughs> fill cavities. You can heal cavities. Dude, boast. That's a story. You regrew tooth. Boast, man. Go <laughs> ahead. We need more of that going on. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, so everybody listening, check out the book Holistic Dental Care by Nadine Artemis. It's epic. Um, I was listening to your podcast with Cassie and you were talking, it was kind of funny, like most people can't even feel their feet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> their bodies. And I was not in my body for most of my life. And then I started to realize that it feels so much better to be in the body. So my sort of holy trinity these days is like semen retention, uh, sexual Kung Fu, like learning how to do sexual transmutation, yeah. which kind of goes in with the sexual Kung Fu, like barefoot walking in nature, for example, and cold exposure. Uh, and then superfood nutrition and just detoxifying, you know, detoxifying using things like Shilajit. And um, so I just really like that you're, you reified the importance of being in your body yeah. at this time. And, and there's two kind of streams of yoga, the ascetic yogis who are like, no, we got to get out of the body as soon as possible. And Dr. Northrup says they often have high rates of diabetes because they're literally sugarcoating their, their more primal primitive, primitive emotions that we actually need to address. Yeah, not actually in their bodies. Like in Buddhism, they're only allowed to focus at the belly button or higher. They can never focus on their balls. They can never see balls. Right. And so I just like how you reify the importance of like really being in the body, which is the more tantric path of yoga. Huge, huge. And I don't know who practices or whatever, but I'm I'm just all about that. Just and, and even she'll talk about because we'll uh for her to do certain things with her path and in her medicinal medicinal uh, approach, she needs people to be in their physical body more than ever, you know? So that might be the start for some of them, because again, we've, a lot of it, we've been led to think that our bodies are flawed or attacking us or dangerous or, or dirty, you yeah. know, or, um, and, and it's just not, it's such a beautiful thing. It's such an amazing thing that yeah. I've, I want to be in there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, my God. I mean, just uh, something as simple as what uh, I regrew a toenail. Nice. Like, uh, my big toenail came off, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, huh, it's still got, like, like half a centimeter to go. And it'll be, like, eight months or seven months or whatever. I'm like, dude, you're so dialed in. Yeah. You regrew a toenail. Like, just some of those things are so beautiful. Like, I want to know where my big toe is. I started crying. Uh, I was doing a coffee enema. And I massage my uh, organs while I'm doing it. It's real meditative and I can feel just like impregnated by the fluid and I can feel it shifting and moving. And I, that's truthfully one of the biggest reasons I do it. Everyone's like, gear's in this, this. I've done no research. I read nothing. I've been guided by nobody. I just do them. Yeah. Why? And honestly, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, well, I, who cares? I'm just literally doing it because I like feeling around there. I like feeling intimately about those organs. And so... When I get to my liver, one day I was doing it and I was like, like I, I felt my liver's just under my ribs. It's big and beautiful. I'm like, oh my God. And I just felt this huge, huge feeling of gratitude and was like, oh, and all the processes that they do, even in ghetto chiropractic school, which I would recommend nobody go to, they tell you when you're on your boards, if, you're, if liver is one of the choices and you don't know the answer, pick liver because it does everything. And I was like, wow, this is just so, oh my God. And that's when I texted Lori uh, Ladd and, and uh, Christian and wanted to do a live with them because I just got the idea. And I straight up in a text was like, ladies, sitting here with a coffee enema, <laughs> massaging my liver, started crying, want to do a live and just give these people hope. And they both got back like right away. We're like, oh, hell yeah. 
love that you're doing that. But it was just one of those, just those beautiful moments that I, I spent, you, you know, with the greatest thing that we've got going for us is this being now, right now, right here. My God. I was at, at a music festival several years ago in the forest in Squamish, which is a beautiful area of Canada. And um, we were all naked in the river by the music festival and like Dea Dova was singing and there were, you know, a yoga, I taught a yoga workshop. It was just so fun. And uh, we were all naked. This, this dude, I don't know how, how we, we came onto this topic, but he's like, if you want to feel better, you've got to get better at feeling. Or maybe it was his girlfriend who said that. One of them said, it. if you want to feel better, you've got to get better at feeling. And that really taps into what you've been talking Brilliant. about. And I really feel I, I just want to keep hitting it home. It's like you can take all the supplements, you can do all the MLMs that you want. But if you don't feel juicy in your own skin, it's not going to do much in terms of healing. No, that's that's like the appropriate response, right? It's like, the feeling is the sensation that the brain is interpreting, and it knows what to do by that feeling. Like if you hide that, you just muted the conversation. You. It, <laughs> Charles Tillman, uh, my brother passed away 2010. And I didn't need to be told this, but it was interesting that he said this because I've been working with him for like 13 years of his career and everything else. And he hugs me at my brother's funeral and was just like, dude, stay in this, feel this. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, holy shit, Charles, that's great, man. I can't believe you, you said that because we always try to find some way because the pain is too great. It's not too great. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. It's never too great. Our healing response is always greater than the trauma. That's why we're here. And the trauma feels trigger the healing response. It has to be greater. But if we can never feel it, the healing response will never be appropriate. It cannot, it cannot sync up. And now we've been told though, right, that our feelings are disease. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Feelings are amazing. Yeah. Even the bad ones. Like I had depression yesterday because I don't like feeling good. I do so many, I, I don't like feeling bad. bad. I do so many things that I'm just like, when I'm off, I'm like, okay, I'm angry right now because I want to feel good. This is bullshit. I was having a good week. Hold on. All right. Now I'm depressed. Okay. All right. Let's go with it. What do you want? Okay. Staying with it. And then just like go. But like depression, anxiety, mania with joy, you know, uh, ambition and, and happiness and love and, and whatever they are. I mean, they're all part of the part of the recipe, right? They're part of it. Two of my tools I use to like, um, to, to heal myself and feel myself are testicle breathing, which yeah. is from my teacher Montauk Chia and um, bre breath work, like just lie on the ground for 20 minutes to an hour and just going like either low belly, high belly, like or high chest, like so it's like active, active, and then passive exhale, or even just a big yeah. like Wim Hof, like a, and just like put yeah. on music and just have a journey, maybe do a little bit of hoppe, depending on how I feel. Uh, and that's really powerful. And when a few weeks ago, I was on my new scooter, like an electric scooter that goes like 30 kilometers an hour. Nice. That is in, in Imperial, but it's fast. It goes really fast. And I just was so excited to be on the scooter that I changed gears and you're supposed to stop to change gears, but I took my hand off and I, you have to press twice to change the gear. And I went like that and I just wiped out. It was like a scene from the Mandalorian. Like I just like, flew, I flew and I just wiped out on the pavement and I was like, oh shit, I don't want to go to the hospital. That was my first thing. I was like, oh fuck, I think I broke something. But I just kind of like lay there and I do testicle breathing. I was like, inhale the juiciness of my boat, my that I've been sunning so religiously in the sun is inhale into that juice feeling and then exhale squeeze the rectum sex organ navel and literally feel that juicy healing energy from the nuts rising up wrapping around the rotator cuff and the first few days i couldn't sleep it was so painful it was like okay to sit up but the moment i laid down even if i wasn't lying on it even if it was just on my back or on my side that wasn't affected it was so painful i couldn't sleep for three nights and i used a little bit of dmso on it with some aloe vera yeah. that's what i'm sure. at uh, and that helped a bit but I just kept doing the testicle breathing, like feeling my vitality in my penis and testicles and yeah. up into the rotator cuff. And I've been doing a lot of Kundalini yoga where it's like, oh, fuck, this really hurts. But I'm like, yeah. that was hold it for five minutes and do breath. Yeah. And now after like a month, it's like basically 99.9% .9 healed. I owe it to my balls. <laughs> right. I mean, that's it. Like you just put, you felt every part of that, that whole experience. And then you got to look back, your state of being adapted to that trauma, that that's pretty fantastic. Like, 
I always look at like slips and falls. I'm like, oh, wait, I just survived that. That could have been gnarly because if we weren't, that's a shattered wrist, elbow, ruptured this, that, a punctured, no. Like, and then I'm always like, okay, that's a little warning from whoever. Like, huh, I tripped on, okay, going to do a little more work. Got it. We'll do this up. We'll level up. You went over a handlebar of a freaking badass like electric scooter <laughs> that you're not that's the thing i tell people you either you have two choices you prepare for the life that you want to live in or you change that life and when the life starts to demand more and it's like oh can't ride that scooter anymore. there's a bunch that would be like you can't ride the scooter that's dangerous and you're like uh no i'm just going to do more so that i can ride the scooter in any state of mind or being or whatever and then anything can happen and i got this that's it that's it <laughs> Totally. Um, okay, so this kind of segues into just the last couple questions is, could yeah, you share any tips for men to cultivate a shame-free self-pleasure practice? So I'm experimenting with uh, uh, retention as well. Uh, who wrote Multi-Orgasmic Man? Did you just mention him? Montauk Chia. Yeah, yeah. So it was after uh, Northrop and Dr. Saida and, and uh, Daniela Garcia live. Um, and I wasn't feeling good. I mean, I was like twice a day, man, like literally two times a day, like for a long time, sometimes three, like, like my drive is freaking insane. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling good. Like it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was a healthy part of my regimen throughout the day. And a week before this interview, I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna fast. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to stop because whenever I get overwhelmed, I just fast. Like, if everything seems to, I go simple, excuse me. I don't fast, I go simple. Hold if on. it's nutritional or digestion, I, I like, go, I fast. If it's movement, I might go to breathing or walking or whatever, right? I just simplify. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stop. And then these ladies started talking about that. And I'm like, huh. So I went in and I got the book and I was reading the stuff and I kind of already do a lot of the practice already, like 90 minute pleasure sessions awesome. without release. Like, epic. I didn't know no release. I just knew 90 minutes. You know what I mean? I was like, no, I fucking love release. Like, are you kidding me? But then when you learn about like what it is and like what, and I think he says for my age or whatever, the it's every 10 days or, or you know, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. But I was just like, yeah. But working with that, um, again, another level up. Like, like I highly, highly suggest. That's why I don't know if you saw my video, uh, Naked and Ready for War. No, and I was wearing the so I'm wearing the Guy Fawkes mask, the V for Vendetta mask. Okay. And I, I wake up in the morning with it on. And I'm like looking at my salt lamp and I'm in the shower and I'm clipping my beard, but it, the mask is on the whole time. So I'm showing like me living throughout the day. Okay. And part of that was self pleasure. Like I'm literally reading that book and going because I'll, it's daily. And if I'm in a relationship, I'm working through somebody or I'm bringing somebody in to that to to talk to me and we'll experience this together. You know right. what I mean? Um, but it's it's just as important as the food on your plate, in my opinion, if not more. I, I mean, it is it is. And, and and we know now, I mean, I was a big porn like porn was just like something that was in college, man. I was a professional baseball player. Like there wasn't a room that didn't have a bunch of magazines in it. It was just like everyone's away from their wives and girlfriends or whatever. A lot of the guys, single guys are on the road or everybody's cheating on everybody. It's just like it's awful. It's awful. But porn was a big thing and it just seemed like it wasn't right it seemed like it didn't it'd be like eating a food and all of a sudden you're not digesting it well it's like but this is weird like it just yeah. didn't feel right you know and we can go into all the negative effects of it for sure i just don't i i think people if we start to connect with self they'll realize it's not an ideal scenario like it's just not good for you um and what if you feel i could any men out there as part of your entire regimen, belief in something greater than yourself, your purpose, your intentions, your relationships, your sleep naps, your breath meditation, prayer, your outdoor light exposure, your nourishment and your movement, like self-pleasure is, is a huge, huge component to that. Explore that. I've explored prostate work. Like never, ever have I, but like reading that book, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's go. It's your body, man. Like, like literally, you knowing then you and the extent of you think of how amazing it is when you actually connect with a partner and you can communicate to them or communicate to each other what you desire and what you can help each other reach because nobody gives anybody anything right like i gave you an orgasm i gave 
the hell are you talking about? Because we could stop that anytime, right? So it's it's one of those things that, uh, of course, I would learn from women <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, women are just amazing. And, and those three are amazing. And it was just one of those things that I, I've been exploring. And, and it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That's so awesome to hear, bro. And uh, the Tao, like the ancient sort of Chinese... Mm -hmm things that sexual kung fu is based on that montauk chia teaches they say like for most men twice two releases a month is yeah 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 thing. and and i remember in a lecture montauk chia was saying that if you are going to choose to ejaculate to spend at least 20 minutes self-pleasuring yep eating that energy into the rest of your body to get the most benefit from that chi so I, I i always love doing that and and then if i do want to ejaculate i'll do like a full moon or a new moon ejaculation ritual and think about what oh wow or who, who, what kind of man do I want to be? Because yeah. that body, like say like Shiva, or like you're thinking of an archetype like Kernunos, who's like the horned deity of my ancestors in Scotland. When you're embodying that as you're ejaculating, it almost like solidifies it in your being more, in your psyche more, is that sure. So that, that feels really good. Um, and then it's even more epic, I find, when you're, when you're naked in nature, you know, self-pleasuring, if you can find a space where you can do that. Sure. Uh, barefoot, so then you're receiving the feminine energy from the earth. Um, can you talk, you posted recently about like barefoot walking day or something? Yeah. Can you talk about the importance of uh, barefoot walking and earthing? Yeah. So I just think it's, uh, um, I mean, shit, this is, I'm just going to take it into my experience of soft tissue injury work for over 20 years. Um, and actually people healing themselves, not this pain management bullshit. Um, but people fixing everything, healing everything. Um, the feet the and when i say feet it's feet ankles and calves it's all one the feet are the ankles are the calf it's all one unit there were more issues down there that if i was an allopathic medical doctor and the whole screenings i always say like screenings are like do i believe in screenings no looking at one part of the body and judging a person's entire health thing from one part of the body that'd be like me looking at the feet ankles and calves and because they're just wrought with just dysfunction and, and like they're so sick and gross, I would have people to make the suggestion, like, let's cut off your feet and ankles. Let's cut them off. And I promise you, you won't have foot or ankle problems. I promise you, you <laughs> won't have feet, but that's okay. So, so there's my thing with screenings, but the feet, ankles and calves have progressed. So I started in like 2003, have progressed like it was like 2001, but they progressed like 2008 to now. There's been this shift of like, oh my gosh. And it's technological advances with shoes and protection and afraid to go outside. And, and we're just not outdoor creatures anymore. We're, we're trying to promote this indoor life, this virtual life. Um, so from a standpoint of how everything above the body operates on the feet, ankles, and calves, like everything from a handshake to a hug to breath to you name it, like, if you look at the surface area of the bottom of the feet, it's this tiny little, it's like this, right? Yeah. But then above it is all this mass that if we built that human density specific everything out of wood on that surface area, you could just go and go boom and the thing would just fall over. Right. But we have, you can't like truck people over, you know, with, with, with all these disciplines to grip the ground and connect with the ground. So from a standpoint of bringing back in your, your physical, you know, connection to the earth, hands down. I always joke because people will come in with wrist injuries, let's just say expression of the wrist healing itself. And they leave with feet, ankles, strong feet, strong ankles and strong calves. Because I go because the, the, the wrist is connected to the elbow, to the shoulders, to the spine, to the hips, to the knees, to the ankles. Like yeah. if I'm not doing everything, then I'm doing a disservice. Um, and so as far as then you go, like the energetic connection, I can't prove it, but I just know anecdotally that when I'm walking, not so much when I'm walking by the, the ocean on the sand, not so much when I'm in the water so much, mm -hmm. like when I'm actually connecting with that salt water, with the ocean, the yeah. vastness that is at the, the water that supplies like everything. Um, and then when I'm out in forests, like yeah. forest, earth, dirt, grass. My God. I mean, you can just literally, once you start to feel yourself again, you, you, you feel the shift.
You yeah. feel when you're on concrete and you feel when you're not. And that was one of the things I wanted to get people to do, if, if anything. I know Dr. Cassie starts with a lot of morning sun, like morning sun and barefoot. Like right. just get your feet on the ground and connect with that. Because if we're a frequency and we're in exchange and everything's a flow, <laughs> like, I mean, don't let the shoe get in the way of that. That rubber mute, you know, coffin <laughs> get in but, the way of that conversation. It's literally a mute button on a phone. Just connect barefoot. Totally. And um, I, I love these shoes called earth runners because they, yeah. but so if you're in a place where it's really hard to be barefoot, I put on the earth runners. You can use my code wild naked man to get yourself 10% off. Check nice out. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, when it, when I can, I just go barefoot hiking with my buddies. I'm in a men's group and we all like get naked and do cold plunging and, and they yeah. And don't wear shoes, and it's epic. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it sounds like just like oh, there's a there's a movie on there's a documentary on on YouTube. Somebody told me to watch my buddy Adam, and I watched it. It's called The Earth, and they outline over 21 clinical studies on the benefits of earthing. So even in the scientific minds, people they're yeah. actually recognize that it's it's beneficial. What did Cassie, I think Cassie said uh, blood pressure dropped 10 points, systolic 10 points. Mm -hmm. So just, just, just standing on the fucking ground. Right. <laughs> 10, 10 points. Holy, like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, like that right there, right? Uh, somebody comments, I just want to ask, I know we're not taking questions or something, but this is interesting and important. Yeah. Uh, can you repair a collapsed arch? Here's the thing. Don't worry about it. What I've seen is collapsed arches or high arches. I've seen massive injury and dysfunction on both. Now, the ones that don't have those issues don't have the same shaped foot. They have the same function. They have the same strength and resiliency. Don't worry about a collapsed arch. Don't worry about a high arch. Those are excuses. Don't worry about them. Don't even call them things. Just stop. You have feet. Feet <laughs> need to be fucking strong. Strong as shit. That's it. So start there. Thank you. No, that's good. Yeah. Hey, last, last thing. Uh, could you outline for us your four-part technique for diffusing arguments? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> Dr. Northrop brought that up when we sang the other day. And I haven't had it in a while because I, I think the arguments are, are, are diffusing. So, um, okay. <laughs> this, was, this was something that, that was birthed from my brother and I. And my brother's on my forum. So that's Taylor right there. Um, and that means younger brother. Well, I'll show you. That's Taylor. Taylor Simmons John. Beautiful. Uh, younger brother when he was born, when he passed. Mm -hmm. um, so we as children did this face and this noise. And it was, it was hilarious. And I continued it well through my teenage years, probably a little longer than I should have. And everybody was laughing. And I'm like, okay. And then I, I, you know, girls I would date, I would do it again. And they just died laughing. And I'm like, this is this space is classic. And I'm not shitting you. I haven't really thought about it till that one day I came into my office. And there were just so many people wearing there was so much going on. There were so many ads on my Pandora. There were so many things. I'm like, my God. Okay, we got to get absurd. Because what's going on out there is absurd. Here we go. I'm going to teach people this four part move. Oh, and my buddy, Dr. Alex Lee. He was staying with me for a while. And I ran him through this four part play. He said he took it back to school, to chiropractic school, and he showed people and they would lose their shit. I mean, he's just like, Tommy, this thing is so good. So I'm like, okay, we gotta try this. And then when I did it, everybody lost their shit. And then like, I had Northrop and Lori Ladd do it. And it was just like, everybody just, you can't not do it, not laugh and feel better. It's just one of those, it's like earthing. You can't put your feet on the earth and not feel better. You can't do this four-part move and feel better and not feel better. So the setup is when somebody's coming at you and they're blazing you uh -huh. with data and science and papers and hate and why are you whatever you're doing? Why are you living this life that's really upsetting me? Okay. You're not going to say shit. You're not going to lose your temper. You're not going to lose anything. You are going to run through these four parts. And then you're just going to walk away. Ready? The first part, you're just going to jut your bottom jaw out. So jutting your bottom jaw out. While, ju <laughs> while jutting your bottom jaw out, smile. 
after jutting your bottom jaw and smiling, furl your eyebrows. I mean, that's clutch right there. If you just did that with no noise, that's so money. Just stay there. Yeah. Now, the last part is optional. You need to make a noise of some kind. This is the noise that we chose when we were little, and it's the noise that seems to get the best effect. It's this right here. That's it. <laughs> Dude, it, you, can't, you can't not do it and not just absolutely die laughing. I mean, it is literally, and when Dr. Northrup did it, I mean, it's so funny. It just brings everybody back to that, like, that nine or 10 year old inside of you that it's literally, if we, if we access that part of us, man, we, it's, things would be so much different. Thank you so much for your time, Tommy. Of course, man. Appreciate you. This was awesome. Namaste. Back at you. <laughs> Let's keep in touch. Peace out, everybody. Enjoy the sun. I'm going to go get some sun in my Done. ball. I got it, man. See ya. Thank you. See ya, bud. Thank you so much, Tommy John, for tuning in with us. And thanks to everybody for listening. What an awesome man. I am so inspired by this dude. Head over to drtommyjohn.com to learn more. You can also follow him at NakedTJ on social media. Epic man. Can't say enough positive stuff about him. This episode is sponsored by Lucy.co. You know, during the so-called pandemic, uh, so many of my neighbors started like chain smoking regular cigarettes. And we know like that just the shitload of toxic chemicals in those types of cigarettes is very unfortunate because nicotine on its own is not that bad. But when you combine it with all that crappy chemical crap, <laughs> it's not good for you and it's not good for the people around you. So I, I teamed up to offer my community a discount. If you're trying to quit smoking, I can highly recommend lucy.co. Head over and make yourself an order with my code WILDNAKEDMAN, which will get you a sweet 20% off your order of their amazing nicotine lozenges and gums. They actually taste really, really good. is clear to me you are more than what i see when we're together close and warm i see more i just want you to know that i sing my song for you you've been called
clouds above the sea You watch over me Just like the pounding rain You wash away my 